Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this time in your presence. We pray that you speak to us in a special way. Open the eyes of our understanding that we will behold wondrous things from your word. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Let me feed your people with life from your word in the name of Jesus. We thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Wow. What a blessing. Okay. Is the time at the back right? Okay, it's a little fast. Okay, it's fine. All right, let's roll. Okay, today is our attempt great things for God Sunday. Is that not so? But before we get to it, we just want to look at the scripture, our scripture of the week. Okay? Because it's also relevant to an announcement I'm about to make to you. Amen. It's from Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6. Okay? It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. I read it from the New Living Translation. It says, don't worry about anything. This year, you won't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. Okay? Instead, so this year, you won't worry about your rent. You won't worry about your school. You won't worry about your health. You won't worry about your job. You won't worry about your children. You won't worry about your parents. You won't worry about your um, anything else you are doing. You won't worry about it. You won't worry about your bar center. Amen. Amen. But instead, get the revelation. Instead of worrying, instead of being there and being worried that your life is at the verge of collapse, pray about everything. Are we going to pray about everything this year? Do you know that the same energy you used to worry, you can use it to pray? So instead of worrying about everything or anything, it says, Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Amen. You don't have a new living translation. Hey, 2023. My God. We'll pray about you. Won't worry about you. Just pray about it. Amen. So this year, we are not going to be there worrying every day. You are worrying every day, but rather we are going to be praying. Amen. I learned that sitting up straight prevents you from becoming a hunchback. Stay advised. I'm just helping. It's not witches that cause hunchback. If you sit up straight, you will not become a, you will not be bent over. 
Amen. Back to what I was saying. So this year we are going to pray about things instead of worry and stress. Hey, my boss is coming. The look on his face, uh, it doesn't look good. Is he going to release the pay today? No, no. As soon as you see that look on his face, you start, you commit the face to the Lord. The face will change miraculously before you. Hallelujah. It says, don't, I wish you had a new living. It said, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. But pray about everything. Tell God about it. And tell tell God what you need. And thank him for what he has done. Hallelujah. So by this, I'm announcing the beginning of our season of prayer and fasting. Now, this year, and I'm sure the years to come, our prayer and fasting is called oppression. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oppression means it involves the whole church. Anything we say in this church that we add the word oppression means it's for the whole, it's not for pastors, it's for the whole church. All right? So, the Tight, the, the name of our fasting is don't worry about it, but it's an operation, so it involves all of us. All right? Operation, don't worry about it. I need a beloved, don't worry about it. I need a car, don't worry about it. I need a promotion, don't worry about it. I'm not feeling well, don't worry about it. I need a job, don't worry about it. I need my bacenta to grow, don't worry about it. Rather pray about it. So we start from the 16th of January. So we still have one week of gaining weight. All right, we start on the 16th of January. It's for 21 days. All right, so it's from the 16th through to the 6th of February. Hallelujah. Operation, don't worry about it. Runs from the 16th of February through to the 6th of, 16th of January through to the 6th of February. Hallelujah. The rest of the details regarding this will be made known to you. We'll be here praying every evening. All right? I'm sure we may pray also in the mornings like we did labor to be blessed. We'll be praying in the morning 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. sharp in this place. Pastor, how would I get here? Don't worry about it. Pray about it. Amen. All right. Good. Now let me come to today. Last week I gave you an, an, I gave you an advice. Ne? I said this year be somebody who is quick to take advice. Is that not so? I told you that by good counsel, wage war. And in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Take counsel quickly. Don't waste time. One counsel one advice, don't let it become a struggle, a fight. No, just take it quickly and move forward. Amen. And God has blessed us with a lot of pastors to help us with these things. Amen. A lot of pastors. Use the pastors. God said, I will give you pastors after my own heart. And he, they will feed you. The, not me, God. Though. The pastors will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Do you get it? So that's the reason why God gives you a pastor. To give you knowledge and understanding. So your knowledge and understanding is sitting right in front of you. For some of you, literally right in front of you. In fact, all of you sitting in front of you. Amen. You sit 
stop sitting and praying for wisdom or knowledge or understanding. God has provided it. It's just sitting right in front of you. Hallelujah. For those of you here in Apache, you have Lady Pastor Della here as your pastor, pastoring you. Use it. Ah. Please, if you are Lady Pastor Della, please give us a, please stand up so that they can see you. Mm. You get it. You, do, do you understand? You have, you have her here. Use it. Why are you sitting at home trying to beat your husband when you can come for advice and let that demon leave you? Yeah. Or how to let the demon leave you? <laughs> Please, me, I'm waiting for Bishop to come from there, but I'm not coming. Do you get it? You also have other pastors in the, in, in the, in the, in the, in the church. Help you have Pastor Spa always here with you. Please give them a wife in. No, stand up so they say, When I mention your name, stand up. I don't want anybody to say, I didn't see, I didn't know the pastor you were talking about. Do you get You have Pastor Spa. You have Lady Pastor Joel. You also have Pastor Merlin. Yeah. He's very tall, so he can see into the future. Yeah. You can only see today. He has seen next week already. Yeah. You have Pastor Pressel. Yeah. A pastor who's always at the back. Yeah. Is there any other pastor I've forgotten? You have L.P. Vaughn. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. They are all here to pastor you and to feed you with knowledge and understanding. And any other pastor that, if you're a pastor, I've not mentioned you, it's for technical reasons. Okay, please. Your time is coming. You have Lady Pastor Kitty also around. She's downstairs with our children. If you see how well our children are doing, you will appreciate having a pastor. Yeah. I mean, if I was a baby again, I'd like to go to that crash and be an, in, in her church. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you see the children, oh, please. Some of you behave the way you behave because you didn't have a lady pastor kitty in your life when you were at that age. Yeah, it's true. You miss a certain block, small, but God is gracious. I've not started preaching, no. I'm just giving you an announcement. All right? Take advice. Okay, I don't know why we spent a lot of time because I'm going to give you another advice. Okay, because this, I'm just recapping last week. I don't know. Let's come to today. I'll reset my clock. Now I've reset it for me. Just press the reset thing for me and then now. Uh, but I'm not preaching for long if you say a lot of amens. Now, I'll come, when I come there, I'll reset it. Don't worry. The advice I want to give you today is from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 25. It says, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of one of another. Amen. I want to read another scripture to you. Ephesians 6:14. It says, Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth. 
and having the breastplate of righteousness. That's it. All right? But back to my main script. Just remember this 14, okay, when I'm talking so that. Okay? Now, this year, I want you to be somebody who's honest and truthful. Because the Bible says, as a Christian, put away lying. The church is very quiet. I don't even need a microphone. Put away lying. This year, never be a liar. It's part of one of the blessings that prophet, I will never be this, I will never be a liar. Yes, this year, don't be, a, don't lie. Do not lie. Don't be a liar. Look, a lot of things don't work because of lies. Do you get it? Because of lies. This lady here has been my doctor for, even when she had not qualified, she was my doctor. Okay. Now, if you go to con- doctor, if somebody comes to consult you, and you ask them, um, what is the color of your wee-wee? What are some of the dangerous colors that you can have? Brown or red? So you ask, is your wee-wee, when it's red, what does it mean? Internal bleeding or bleeding in, in the bladder. Okay. Careful, eh? So she asked, is your, is your wee-wee red? You say No. No, 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 no. Just because you went to drink last night, so you are afraid that she will find out. So you said, no, 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 no. It's not red. Is it, which else is now? Brown. Is it brown? You say, no. Brown means what? Oh, I don't even understand this one. But it's not a good thing. <laughs> is it brown? You say, no, never. What color? You say it's clear as the water, as Baltic water. It's colorless. Okay. It's colorless. Now, if somebody says their wee wee is colorless, what advice will you give them? It's a good, they are well. Yeah. So you send them home. That they are well, they are strong as King Kong. Meanwhile, they are dying. Do, do, Do you understand what I'm saying? Meanwhile, you are dying. You are quickly dying. If you could tell the truth that, look, my wee-wee is red. I don't know whether it's gonorrhea or but it is, it is color red. Please help me. Immediately, immediately you get the right medication, the right diagnosis, the right medication, the right help. But unfortunately, today's Christians, thank you, Sina, today's Christians, we don't tell the truth. Anything you ask us, we lie. Or we tell you part of the truth. Part of, I think Christians, our masters, are part of the truth. So when you say part of the truth, oh, I didn't lie. But you withheld the truth. So now, the, 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 and, that, and that is the information that makes all the difference. So now, the counsel that will be given to you doesn't work for you. That's why verse 14 of... Um, Ephesians 6, it says, have your loins, your loins is this side, tied about with truth. So truth is like a belt. You see, when somebody wears clothes and he's not wearing a belt, he may be wearing all day, wearing a shirt, wearing this, wearing um, underpants, everything. But because of the absence of a belt, whatever you are wearing doesn't stay in place. Do you get it? So what is supposed to be up, you see, is down. So your your 
pants are supposed to be here. You see, it's around here. Do you get it? And then, and, and today's guys do it a lot. And then you are wearing a boxer shorts that is dirty with some holes. So you will see the family jewels are just bouncing as you are going, like, like that. Why? Because you don't have a belt. But if you were to put a belt, it will hold everything in place. So we are giving you the right advice. We are giving you the right help. Yet the belt is not there. So instead of that thing protecting your chest, it's around your waist. So when they shoot, boom, you are dead at your chest. You are dead at your chest. That's why the bulletproof vest, they wear it at a particular place. Have you seen somebody wearing a vest, bulletproof vest at his knee? For what? If we shoot you in your knee, you, it can't kill you. We, 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 will, we, will, we will take out the bullet. You, you may be handicapped, but it won't kill you. The only way you can die is when you bleed out. It can't kill you. There's no killing machine inside your knee. Vital killing organ in your knee. That's why we don't wear a vest there, but we wear it at the vital parts. I watched an, I watched an interview uh, of 50 cents. You know 50 cents, né? when you add... One cent to 49 cents becomes 50 cents. Yeah, that guy. He said, every time you see him wearing that white, he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Reason is that if Tupac was wearing a bulletproof vest, he would have been alive. Both Tupac and Biggie Smalls, they would have been alive even though they were shot. And he's been shot, I think, 13 times or something. Why has he survived? He's always wearing a vest. So when he comes and he goes, shorty, it's your birthday, we're going to party, until then, and then he takes off his shirt like that. That white thing, is a, there's a vest under. You think it's his muscles. No, there's a vest. So gun down 13 times, he's still alive. Why? Because the, the armor is at the right place. When you take away truth, you see you are talking to people, they are living in sin. They are, they are stealing at work. And you are busy as a pastor prone. I'm not at a preaching, no. I'm just giving advice. I'll, when, I, when I start preaching, I'll, say, I'll set my clock again. So you counsel the person. You speak a blessing. Make the Lord bless your business. May you flourish. May, but it's a thief. A thief is cursed. So the right thing to tell that person is to let the person stop stealing. So that curse can lift. But you are speaking a blessing over the person's life so that the blessing can work. The blessing is not going to work because the person is a liar, chronic deceiver. I've talked to people living in fornication, extreme fornication that even married people don't have sex like that. Then you say, you are looking for a beloved. So we are praying. We see a nice guy. If you take like this nice brother, Tapelo, we are praying, oh God, Tapelo, come. We are praying, oh God, God, oh God, let Tapelo's heart move towards Sister Y. Let it move, oh God. Lord, move it from the, 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 the left to the right. Meanwhile, God is also protecting him from a serial fornicator. God has, look, has put the bulletproof on that. Hey, no, 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 heart, stay where you are. Stay where you are because if you go, go in this direction, because if you go in this direction, this is a serial fornicator. Meanwhile, I've marked this brother for ministry. Then this, so you see, the prayer is never answered. Deadly serial killer. Yeah. I know a guy, he lies like a, 
I mean, like lying without effort. Without effort. Even I had a counseling with somebody, I told the person, you have a poster when you start, like I told you. Yeah. I never knew before, but that day I found out. Because throughout the meeting, at a, in just a short window, he told a truth. Not even the truth. Oh no, I know there's always more. Sometimes you don't want to dig to find gold. You just have to leave it somewhere. Let's be on clay. He told a truth. In that space, let's say if I sat with him for one hour, he told the truth for a minute. In that one minute, his, his poster, his facial expression, everything changed. And then he told it. After that, then the demons came again. I knew everything he was saying from that time he was lying. Yeah. It's like, then he cleared. Then he told the truth. As soon as he told the truth, the demons shook themselves. Then he went back into the demonic hold again. Thank you very much. God bless you. Please don't let your heart move to any deceiver. Hallelujah. So anything we tell, that's why things don't work. We pronounce blessings, but we are pronouncing a blessing on somebody who's working tirelessly to acquire a case. You forget about the cases. The, the information you are providing is not true. It's not complete. Therefore, anything we tell you cannot work. Because whatever advice we are giving you is based on the facts on the ground. May you be delivered from becoming a deceiver. This year, just tell the truth. Do you get it? Just be, be truthful. Especially when you are coming for advice. When you are coming for counseling. Or when you are dealing with somebody who has the power, the wisdom to advise you. Just look. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I have to remember color yellow, color red and color brown wee wee. Can never work. We tell you, oh, you are fine. Start taking vitamin C. So that you drink, uh, eat a lot of oranges. Meanwhile, you are dying slowly. But if you were to say it's color, if it's color red, what do you give the person? You have to ask if it's pain when they... If the red is coming with pain or it's just coming happily. <laughs> More questions. It will lead to further investigation to save your life. But here you are, you say your color is clear. Let's say if there's pain, then what? If there's pain, you want to know where exactly. Where the pain is, where can the pain be? From the back, from the side, kidney stones. It means you have stones in your stomach. You don't even know. You have been eating stones. You thought you were eating potatoes, but you were eating stones. We have to find out if the immune band is the typical thing of an child. Maybe it's a urinary tract infection. We give you what antibiotics? Yes, yes. Shamula tayilakaya. This year you will not tell lies again in the name of Stand to your feet. Just pray about it for a minute. Lord, deliver me from telling lies this year in the name of Jesus. Deliver us. Let us be honest people, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help us to be honest, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, every lie we have told, help us. To recover. Help us to recover, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father.
thank you for everybody here present. Thank you for delivering us from the nature of, it, of the devil. For your word declares that he's the father of lies. And when he telleth a lie, he doesn't, he's the maker of it. He himself is a lie. Lord, thank you for deliverance. As we come before your word, speak to us in a special way. Help us to understand. Give us grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, put your hands together and then. Turn your Bibles with me to Psalm 95. Psalm 95. Today is attempt great things Sunday. And it's a special day where we as a church, as the pastor of the church, I lead you as a church, all of us, to make an agreement with God to do something for him. All right? Until this year, every year we used to call it Covenant Sunday. This year is when we have changed it to Attempt Great Things for God Sunday. Why? Because we are trying to attempt something great for God. Amen. That's, the, that's why the name. All right? Hallelujah. And this year, we want to attempt something great for the Lord, not for ourselves. I know you want to do, you want to go to the university, you want to get a first class, although you are currently at a second lower, you want to shoot to first, I know all these things, but we also want to do something for God. Put, please, please put my scripture up there. Why do we want to attempt something great? Because God is a great God. It says, oh come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation, verse 2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. Verse 3. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. The person we are trying to do something for, here the Bible is describing and the Bible says he is a great God. Hallelujah. Now, when you are doing something for somebody, depending on who the person is and what you do for the person. If the person is just some small, smaller, nyana, nobody, that, what you do for the person is different. If the president is to come here now and you want to give him a gift, you can't take 10 rands from your pocket and give to the president. Or you go to your house, some, a gift somebody gave you last year which you didn't like, you go and take, come and give it to the president. Why? Because he's the president. You know, one day somebody gave Solomon a gift of, I think, 10, 10 cities. 10 cities. 10 cities. Solomon looked at the cities and he, says, he said, Kaboom, which means useless gifts. As a pastor, usually pastors are the pastors and teachers. They suffer this the most. Receiving useless gifts. Gifts that cannot be used for anything. But let me not go into it today. I'm just saying that. Solomon got a gift. And because of who Solomon, if you are, they had given you a city, you'll be happy. But because of who Solomon is, that gift was useless. There were lepers in the city, cripples, blind people, people who can't do anything, famine in the land. And you come and give it to me, the king. What am I going to do? I am rather going to spend on the city. So he said, useless gift. What is this useless gift? You are brought to me. So, depending on who you are giving something to or who you are doing something for and how much you do for the person. Now, because God is a great God, we can't just do anything at all for him. We have to do something equally great for him. 
Hallelujah. Look, making yourself poor doesn't make people give to you. Making yourself poor looking, hungry looking, very desperate in want and in need doesn't necessarily make people give to you. And when people give to you, they give you, you the beggars on the street. How much do you give them? Meanwhile, they are begging. If I stand here now, I say, look, give me an offering. I can guarantee you that by the time I leave here, if I don't have, I'll have a thousand rands. If I make a mistake and make that, and I won't go in, I'll just be standing here and I'll be collecting. Come and give, then you'll be like that. By the time you finish, I have, more, I, I have about a thousand rands. Do you know the reason why? Because I don't make myself beggarly. You can't come and give me five rands. I mean, be serious. <laughs> you think about all the times you have given me an offering. Have you ever attempted to give me five rands before? Never, because I don't, it's not like I'm super rich or I'm rich. Or I just don't make myself needy. But if you make yourself needy, hey, take this two runs, two runs for your pocket, three runs, ten runs. Now those are the things they give to you. Do you know an important fact that many people don't, do you know that it rains more in the sea than on the land? You are shocked. It rains more in the sea than on land. The sea and land, who needs water? The sea is already full. Have you ever seen the sea empty before? It's already full. But more rain on the sea. I travel somewhere in December. The place is in the middle of the sea. Like when you come out of your room, you are, you, the next thing is the sea. You either come to sand or the sea. Simple. Your room is on the sea. Yeah, not even, it's in the sea. No, it's just not under. When I got there, I saw that in front of my room was an umbrella. I was wondering, when I was checking, in front of my room was an umbrella. I was wondering, why did they put such a big umbrella? It didn't take 10 minutes. I understood why. So I went to put my things down every day and I came. As soon as I step out, it's raining. It can rain for three minutes, then it stops. Then the sun starts to blaze. Hot. Hot, 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 hot. About seven minutes later, it's raining. At a point, the people that we were having a meeting, the people I was with, at the point, said, let's go and take our picture. The way the sun has started shining, let's go and take our pictures quickly and come back because the rain can come. Surprise, when we were, we were taking only three pictures. So when we went out to take it, we took one with sunglasses, one without sunglasses, one casual, that's three, for three different groups. So in total, nine pictures. By the time the last group was taking their picture, the rain had started coming. And the last group was all of us. It's coming already, so we have to run back into the tent. Because it's in the sea. It just, it's just raining. Rain, the people, even the people who work there, they are, so you see it's raining, they are doing their things. It's like it makes no difference to them. If you ask why, so don't you see plenty of water in the sea? It doesn't make it. When you make yourself beggarly, you get nothing. From today, don't have a beggarly. Even when you are hungry, polish up yourself and look nice, look sharp, look happy, have a smile on your face. When people see you and they want to give to you, they will estimate you and say, hey, this one 500 rands. This one 2,000 rands. This one 5,000 rands. This one 10,000 rands. That's how they will budget you. Yeah. 
And you'll be surprised. Hey, Bishop, when will somebody get such a money to give? You will see you'll be taking your one. All the beggars, how come they don't go on holidays? They're taking one round, two round, one round, two round. That same amount, the same day they have to finish. It's only, it's only enough for that day. Hallelujah. The same way when it comes to God, God is such a great God that when we are doing something for him, we have to do something great. We just can't come and do something. What I want to do for God this year is to come to church. Oh, it's still small. It's small. It may be great in your eyes, but it's not great in the word of God. It's not great in the word. So this year, we want to attempt. The great thing we want to attempt for God is to attempt to love God. Attempt to love God. First Corinthians 13, 13, the Bible says, And now abideth, or now remaineth, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Now, he had to, that, you know, in this chapter, he's talking about love. Then he now talks about um, prophecy, days, visions, all these things that we see as wild things in our eyes. Then in conclusion, he says, all these things will pass, will pass away. They will all come to, they will all end. All these wild things. There's a prophet who has come, it will end. All these things will end. Then he says, but finally, there's what is left is faith, hope, and love. The word charity is the word love. Faith now abides faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. That's why we want to attempt to love God. We want to do something great for God by loving him. Amen. By loving God. Matthew 22. This is the famous one we know. Matthew 22. I'm reading 34 through to 39. It says, but when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. They were gathered together. Then one of them, being a lawyer, asked him a question Tempting him, saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? So he asked Jesus, what is that great thing according to the Bible, according to the law? What is that great thing? Then Jesus answered. The next day, and Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord your God. The great thing is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind. He said, the great thing you should do for God this year is to love him with all your heart. Love him with all your souls, all your, your soul, your emotions, your mind, everything. Love him with it. And love him with all your mind. Everything. Just love God. That is that great thing we want to attempt for God. You thought I was coming to take an offering from you. Shame on you. Let's love. If you love God, you'll give him an offering. I told you already earlier on. Those of you came early enough. And on that, I want to encourage you. Come to church early enough. Because I preach from 11 o'clock before I preach what I'm preaching. So if you come, you get that one, then you get this one. Don't come at 11.37 again. Amen. Say another amen. He said, the great thing is to love God. That's the great thing. That is that great thing that we want to do for God. This year, may we have lovers of God. People who love God. Not that you are in a church because you are in love with a guy. 
Yes, you can be in the church and be in love with a guy, but love God first. Oh, you're in the church. It's because of a girl. This girl, when she does praise and when she does God, this fat for us, then I become excited. So, no, no, no. Love God. Amen. Amen. Love God. This year, let's love God. Amen. Let us do what? Love God. It's a great thing when we love God. Amen. Yes. Love God. It's the love for God that has brought us here. We abandon our lives to follow what God says we should do. That's what has brought us. That's why you have a pastor. That's why you have a pastor. Yes, love God. God, almighty God. Love him. Yeah, that one. Yes. Love him. Yeah. Love God. This year, I want to see people who love God. It's like, you love, when we see, we can say, hey, this guy really loves the Lord. Not that, oh, this guy can really dance. Yes, you can love God and dance, but what should be important about you is that you love God. Yeah. Hey, this girl is really beautiful. It is better we say that you love God than we say you are beautiful. A lot of beautiful girls are useless. You marry them and see, you will see useless. With a very beauty, with a very bad personality. Bad personality, and you think you are marrying the beauty. No, you are marrying the personality. The beauty is for you to see, it's like the doorbell, for you to hear that somebody's at the door. When you take them home, when you go inside, you come and meet the personality. And a lot of them, bad, those who put a lot of makeup, it's a, it's a cover up for the one that is inside. So that you don't see the bad attitude inside. Oh, ladies, say amen. Yeah. So, ladies, beautiful ladies, work on your, your attitude. That's all I'm saying. Your personality, work on it. That's what you live with. If the person is, is, is kind, you will live with the kindness. Not the six-pack. A lot of six-pack brothers are broke and wicked. So he's very strong. He's going to carry me. And no, you take him home. He doesn't even have time for you. He's rather using the strength to abuse you. Here you'll be shocked. No, you'll be surprised. You are married. You think I'm joking, but I'm telling you the truth. Because I'm not speaking Zulu, you think it's a joke. But I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. Oh, no. You are laughing, but I'm serious. You take him away, he's a wicked guy. Never kind. Sends you to the shop. When you come, he will check everything to the T. Check the invoice. Check the receipt. Why didn't you go to Mapushani and you bought this thing as, as checkers? Don't you know that it's one rand cheaper at Mapushani? Yeah. be shocked. Because of one run, there's a fight. I mean, there are some husbands, even because of that, they won't give you money today. They will do their groceries themselves. And when they come home, you see, they bought half of their things. 
you will see the money they gave the woman, she could do more with it than what they are doing. Because wisdom is also not there. Yeah. Anyway, I was talking about something before I came today. What, what brought me to it? Let's do something great. Let's love God. <laughs> this year, we want to love God. We want to love God. Now, how are we going to love God? I share this with you and then I close. Because you see, when you say something, you don't put parameters. People tell you, oh, I love God. It's in my heart. If it's in your heart, we will see it. We will see it. Hey, Bishop, but how can you know what is inside? That's why I say, a brother says he loves you. You will see by how he gives to you. It's an outward manifestation of what is inside the heart. It will by all means manifest. So, Bishop, you don't know. When I love him, my privacy, my privacy of my home, when I'm in my home, I really feel a strong feeling. A strong, even when I, when I start to pray, I start to feel cold. One of your windows is open. Cold air is coming. You say it's the presence of God. No, it's not the presence of It's just winter. It's about to rain. Close the window and see how hot you feel. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen from the, from the church? Yeah. So let's stop this in Gapakati. It's inside my heart. Why are you surprised? Why? Hey. Let's stop this in Gapakati love. Let's show it outside. Love inside the Gapakati, but show it outside. Let's all see it that you love. Feel it on my fingers. I feel it in my toe. The song could have ended there, ne? But if you say you love me, come on and let it show. We want to see it. The thing you are feeling in your fingers and you are feeling in your toes. Show us, show us. We can't get, there's no benefit of your finger feelings and your toe, your toe, toe, toe feelings. Show us. If you say you love God, show us. So let's do practical things to show that we love God. Not that, oh, you know, but it's a personal, pass what now? Pass what now? Pass on now. Show it. All right? So I'm giving you only three, a lot, but only three, because time will not allow me. First, let us love God by keeping his commandments. Let us love God by doing what? Keeping God's commandments. Keeping, love is a great, Jesus is the first and great commandment that you will love God. So it's something great to do to God. How do we show that we love God? By keeping his commandments. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5, it says, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all thy heart all thy soul and all thy might. It was an instruction. It's one of the commandments that Moses gave to the people. He gave it to them as an instruction. Yeah. It wasn't like he was just saying something or it's a desire or a wish. It was an instruction. Now let's go on. Deuteronomy 30, 16. It says, in, in that I commanded thee this day to love the Lord your God, to walk in his statutes and to Keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that thou mayest live and multiply 
And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in all the land whither thou goest to possess it. Moses was giving the children of Israel instructions as they were going into the promised land. As we are genuine into 2023, the year of promise, the year of being thankful for God's blessings for our lives. I'm giving you instructions into the year that in this year, love God. Love God. And love God by doing what? Obeying his commandments. So he said, as you go to possess it, love God and keep his commandments. Oh, Bishop, but it, it's, not, it's not saying that when you love God. John 14, 15, Jesus said. Even this, I'm not going to read it. Just put it there and then you look at it and tell me. I'm waiting for it. When you find it, tell me. I'm waiting for it. John 15, John 14, 15. Have you seen it? Ask your neighbor if your neighbor has seen it. Make sure your neighbor can see. He said, if you love me, Jesus is speaking, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's, the, that's how I would know. Love is obedience. Yeah, love is obedience. If your wife loves you, she will obey you. With the argument. Oh, but what if, what if my husband is a foolish man? What if my husband, what if, let's not start that. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. If you love the person, you obey the person. If you love the person, what will you do? You will obey the person. If you love God, she says, if you love me, keep my commandments. It's as simple as that. If you love me, keep my commandments. John 14, the same John 14. Let's skip to 21. He that he's explaining his instruction because I'm sure when he said, If you love me, keep my command, some people started to argue. So he started to explain. He that keepeth my commandment, he that hath my commandment to start, he has my commandment and he keeps it. He is it. That is the one who loves me. If you want to know who loves me, watch those who are keeping my commandments. What those who are obeying my commandments? If they, you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you, you want to know those who love me, just watch those who are keeping my commandments. What is God telling you? Keep it. It shows that you love him. If you don't, it's something else. It says, but he and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. If you love me by keeping my commandments, my father will also love you. And I will love you. And will manifest myself to you. I see God manifesting himself to us. Yeah. By keeping his commandments. Hey, Bishop, you know we love you very much. There be so precious to us. Your efforts are seen by us. Uh, hey, hey, hey. I know your love by how you obey. How you keep the instructions I give to you. That's how I know. I'm not saying don't sing. If you sing sometimes it's nice. But... Yes, because it's not all the time that it's not. So please. Keep the commandments. <laughs> keep, keep. That's, it's, a, it's a better way of showing your love. Keep the commandments. Obey what I'm telling you. Jesus is the one talking. So this year, that's why I let the lady sing the song. You must be quick to obey. Quick to, you must be quick to receive. Quick to believe. Quick to believe, quick to obey. 
You must be quick to humble yourself. Anything you are going to obey requires you humbling yourself. Because once you are up there, you'll be like, who are you that you are giving me this instruction? Then we start the table tennis. I hate it to you, you hate it to me. I hate it to you, you hate it to me. Quick to humble yourself and to obey. Quickly, not just obeying. Some of you obey when it's not even necessary anymore. You have argued that uh, small coffee he said make. You have given 99 reasons why coffee is bad for you. So you argue back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Even now, just when you are going to then load shedding, boom. He has to wait for two hours. After two hours, you are now bringing the coffee. What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with it? This year. Learn to obey God. Look, you will be, he says, that person, my father will love him. I will also love him. And we will come to him. And we will manifest ourselves. You will see God moving in your life in a way you have never seen before. Yeah, because he will manifest himself. To you. Number two, I told you there are only three. Two. Number two. Love God by feeding him. His sheep. Love God. If you say you love God, not worship songs. Not worship songs. Not praise and worship. Love God practically by obeying his commandments. And number two, by feeding his sheep. Become a feeder of God's sheep. Look at the uh, engagement between Peter. This is a famous engagement between Peter, Peter Jonas, and Jesus Christ. John 21, I'm reading from 15. And when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon, to Peter, to Simon Peter, Simon, Simon, son of Jonas, Simon's father was called Jonas. Yeah, it's Jesus who gave him Peter, thou shalt be the rock. His name was Simon, Simon Jonas. Simon, son of Jonas. Lovest thou me? He asked, Do you love me? Peter says, Yes, Lord, thou knowest that I love you. He said, Feed my lambs. Very simple. Let's not argue further. He said, Feed, if you love me, feed my lambs. Next verse. Then he asked him a second time, Simon, then said him unto him a second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And he saith unto him, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he saith unto him, feed my sheep. Verse 1. Then he saith unto him, if somebody tells you something three times, he must be serious. He must be dead serious about it. Dead serious. Then he saith unto him, Simon, son of Jonah, so that you don't think I'm talking to the other Simon. I'm talking to you. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Now Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, thou, Lord, thou knowest all things, and thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Just feed my sheep. It's, it's the, it's, that's how I will know. This type of wrapping a blanket around you and saying, Hush, Lord, I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me all my life. I, your hand. Mm -hmm. I've known you as a father. 
I'm known you as a friend. Oh, I can sing of the goodness of God. For my life, you have been faithful. Like you are in a soap opera. Even as we are singing now, people who were fornicating yesterday are singing. Yesterday, not even Friday, yesterday, within a 24-hour period, they are singing, all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able. But spams are coming out of you right now as I'm talking. Yesterday spams. So the singing, I'm saying that, so the singing doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. If it's by singing, we will all qualify. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Let's rise up and be serious. This year, let's be serious with God. The game should come to an end. I said, keep his commandments. I said, don't fornicate. Stop. One of the causes of demons, if you are here, you are under any demon, check your fornication level. By all means, why am I talking a lot about I said it on Friday people are fornicating and demons are in their lives yeah. I feel it yeah. stop it stop it as a way of showing God your love is it possible? it's possible oh it's possible it's possible Hey, pastor, all my life, yes, you can stop. You can stop. You can stop. You can stop. I'm telling brothers, you can't stop. You can't stop. You can't stop. Feed God's sheep. Hey, Pastor, I don't have sheep. It's easy a revelation to you. You must get sheep and feed them. This year we said one member, one basenta. A basenta is a small group that you shepherd and you bring them to church. So you start from today. I'm going to get you. At least this year I must have 10 people that I feed. I help them with their Christian life. As low as I am, I, there's somebody lower than I am. Do you know how far they dig the ground to find gold? Miles to go and find gold. But even where they have found the gold, beneath there, Satan is lower. Yeah. So there's always somebody that you know something they don't know. Gather them. Look after them for the Lord. Bring them to Christ. Bring them to church. Look after them. Start one. Then you get two. Then three, then four, like that. Then they will increase. But you will be feeding people for God. You know how to take people to nightclubs. You say you don't know how to take people to church. What a surprise. You know how to take people to watch soccer. You say you don't know how to take people to church. You must be a liar. You know how to take people to go and watch movies. And Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Yeah. How many of you went to watch the second one? Do you hear Trevor Noah's voice in the... Yeah, he's the AI voiceover. You know how you... And you went with your friends. 
how can you how come you can't bring them to church? Number three, I close. I'm even feeling hot. Your heat is affecting me, so let me go. Let me go for it. Number three, love God by what? Number one, what? Obeying his commandments. Number two, what? Feeding. Number three, love God by giving yourself to him. Love God by giving yourself to him. Or by giving to him. John 3.16, the Bible says, God so loved the world, he gave to the world. He gave his only begotten son to the world. Why? For the salvation of the world. That anyone who believes should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, nowadays we don't talk about fornication in the church anymore. So fornicants are comfortable in the church. When you preach such a man, you see people start to go to the bathroom and everything. Because you have to get away. The heat is too much. Your bulletproof vest is not covering that area. Yeah. But back to what I'm saying. Love God by giving to him. One of the signs of love is giving. When you, anything you love, you give to the thing. And I'm saying start by giving yourself. Which is what I read to you when I was taking the offering that the church in Macedonia, they gave, but before they even gave, they gave themselves to the Lord. This year, give yourself to the Lord. Okay, say, Lord, use me, anything you want to use me for, use me for it. Yeah, you want me to, you want to use me for singing, use me for, as the, the, the choir was singing nicely, we are the church, uh, we are the pe- his people. You can join them. It's a good time, beginning of the year, to say, look, this year I want to join the choir. I want to sing. You just come and join them and sing. Give yourself. Give yourself to God. What does God want to use you for? Let me show you another scripture. Ephesians 5, 25. It says, husbands, love your wives. Ephesians 5, 25. Husbands. The Bible says we should marry a lot of wives. No. You can see that it's husbands. If you say husband, love your wives, then it means one husband must have wives. Inshallah. <laughs> but it says husbands. So if it says mans, love womans, that's what it's saying. Husband, love your wife. And love them in what way? As Christ, even as Christ loved the church. The yardstick, the measurement, the way you should love your wife is the way Christ loved the church. Because if we were to use our own standards by the way wives behave, we would be beating them every day. If you have three children, you buy three whips. If you buy four whips, three for the children, one for the wife. Oh, yes. Look, one day I was at a program, a very big program. Then the, 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 the plan for the program was we'll go and have a rehearsal. Then when we finish the rehearsal, we'll go home, get ready and come for the program. Okay? 
But because I was living far, I put all my things in the car and I came, just in case. Surprisingly, people came late. By the time we finished the program, there was no time to go home and come. So one of the guys that I was with, he didn't plan completely. So he called his wife to bring him shoes. Shoes. A pair of shoes for him to wear. Look, to the, my, my greatest shock, the girl came with a pair of shoes. Two left foot. What size is this? Ten. Wow. Is your foot ten? Oh, really? Wow. The Lord is blessing you. She came with this. Ah, you said I should bring you shoes. Shoes. Which color? They were black. Those ones were black. They are, they are, but let's say brown. They are brown. I didn't know two. How many feet do you have? Isn't it two? Two. Both left. <laughs> hey! Look, the, 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 another thing the guy asked for is perfume. So she brought uh, Ch- Chanel number five. Is it Chanel five? No. Calvin Klein. CK. TK5. TK has something like that. TK1 or something. Calvin Klein. When the guy saw the shoe, he was so bored, he took the, the CK and he hit the floor. And you know how, how hard those bottles are? He hit the floor with the, and then it, it burst, boom, and the whole perfume spilled all over the place. Yeah. That amount of anger. Like that, all, he could have bought a new shoe with the perfume. All spilled like that. Yeah. So if he was not using Christ's standard and he was using his standard, that boom, it would have been directed towards Madam. Bishop, how did you solve that problem? Come next week, I'll tell you. He says, the example I'm giving you of how a husband must love the wife is the way Jesus loved the church. And when Jesus loved the church, what did he do? He gave himself. He gave what? Himself for it. If you love God, give yourself for God's service. Give yourself for God's service. Give yourself. Look, heaven will surprise a lot of you. Look, there are people, you don't even see them praying. For anything. Now, I'm not saying don't pray. Pray. If you don't pray, demons will worry you. But when it comes to service to God, always there, always around, always there to give. They say, what else will motivate such a one? Because as a church, I don't pay anybody. I don't pay anybody. I have people I work with. I can send them a WhatsApp. I don't. Once I'm awake, we are working. I don't. 2 a.m., I send a message. Please, fix this, that, that. You'll see the person has woken up at 2 a.m. I'll be there 30 minutes later. Pick. The thing has come. So, let's change this. As, as though you are going to say, let's change this from this to this to this. Then, they say, back to Back to changing it. What to mot- somebody I don't pay. What to motivate the person? Love for God. Love for God. Love for God. 
Yeah, love for God, not for anybody, for God. Yeah, love for God. Yeah. This year, love God by giving yourself to God. That's, I'm going to do seven things you must give to God. But the first one is yourself. The first one is give yourself. The second one is give God your heart. Give God, and thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart. Give, love God by giving him your heart. Giving him your heart. Don't just love God in your mind alone. Love him by giving him your heart. You see people doing things for you, their heart is not in what they are doing. I said their heart is not in what they are doing. All of us, when we go to a restaurant and a waiter or a waitress is serving us, we are always looking at their faces. Whether they have a cheerful attitude, whether they are doing it nicely, or they are angry as they are doing whatever they are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. You just spy from the corner of your eye. Is, is he smiling? Is he happy? When I say, oh, the coffee is cold, you should warm it. Is he happy or is, oh, are you going to pay extra? No. Why did you wait for it to become cold? Then they have all this. We watch out for all these things. And that determines how much tip we give them. Yeah, that determines. We are watching whether the service they are providing is from their heart or their. I mean, if you have a nurse who's not nursing you from their heart. When I was eight years old, just before my, it was around this, what, what time was seventh, eight, seventh January, nineteen eighty-three. Have you seen? I was there. You were not there. 1983, my foot got bent. Somebody put my leg in hot water and it got bent. Yeah, it was just before my birthday. Remember, because I spent my birthday, in, I was in hospital for 42 days. When I went to the hospital, they dressed the wound. They did the first emergency, everything. Then I came to the dress. They, then the next day, they don't. Then the next day, they come and dress. Now, I remember, I was a little boy, I still remember, there was this, this nurse. No nonsense. I mean, she doesn't take nonsense. When she comes, she just takes the scissors. With the gauze, everything on the wound that it has um, dried up like that. There was one nurse, let me start with the first one. When she comes, she will put that there water, whatever they call it. What do you call it? Water, IV fluid or whatever. They put, you put it on the gauze. For every, and that place was just bent, bent, bent. So you put it for everybody. Then you come back to the first bed. By the time she comes, everything is soft. It's just, it's coming off by itself. Just take it off. Then she'll dress your wound. Then she'll go to the next person. This other next gangster. She doesn't have time for nonsense. When she comes, she just pulls out her... Whichever sees a 14 spanner or 16 spanner, she will just take it out. Then she will hold the gauze by any small place that is, then she will just rip it. Look, the day she's on duty, all the children are crying. She just hold it. It's like waxing. And the advantage for her, later on, I understood the advantage for her is that if she rips it off like that, all the wound is fresh. So she just uses um, cotton to dry the blood, puts whatever, then she puts a new one, then she's gone. Hey! 
like that. I say, hey. So first day, second day, I said, no. This nonsense must stop. I hit my tie like that. I said, this nonsense must stop. So I started to watch the shifts. Then I saw that, oh, she'll come. If, I mean, this week, she'll come Monday. If she's on duty, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then the good one will come Tuesday, Thursday. So when I see that the shift has changed over, the Monday, when it's time for dressing, then I'll disappear with my wound. Oh, crap. Then they will do everything. So by the time I come, the only one without it, my wound is not dressed. Everybody's looking brand new but in tears. I'm the only one, last man standing. Then Tuesday, the other one will come and meet me and dress it. So when she comes on Wednesday, she'll take the photos. Oh, dressing yesterday, you are not in that group. Then she'll go. I started to play hide and see. And I used to watch all the other children. You are not smart at all. You have been in some older than me. They can't think. I said, ah! You will go through this Adolf Hitler torture. Never. Because her heart was not in the thing. The children are not hers. Yeah. When somebody is serving and their heart is not in it. Oh, no. But God wants your heart. Solomon said, my son, give me your heart. God is looking for your heart. Anything you are doing, let your heart be. If it's dancing, you are dancing, let your heart be. If it's video, let your heart be in it. Let your heart be for God. Give God your heart. Everything you are doing, give it to your heart. It's like nothing is a bother. When your heart is not in something, when you are asked to make a change, it's a bother to you. Some of you, as much your wife gives you food and you don't like, and you can't ask for a change. Not because you are weak or anything. The attitude they will bring. They will release then the belly attitude. You will become surprised. You say, it's okay, I'll eat it like that. Because if they change it, I'll be eating it, but I can't be happy. Do you know how to cook? Why are you saying there's no salt when you don't know how to cook? Hot. Shut up and eat. That's the closer version. Give your heart to God. This year, may you give your heart to God. Number three, I said I'm giving you seven. Number three, give God your, let me give you in the order. I don't want to just jump, jump. Give God what? Your time. Love God by giving yourself. And by giving yourself, give him your time. Give him your time. Give God what? Your time. I mean, there are 168 hours in a, in a week. If you come to church and you are in church for four hours, what's the problem? You, are, you still have 164 hours left. But some of you can't even sit in the church. You can't even sit in church for two hours. A service, this service runs from 10 to 12, uh, 10 to 1. You came late. You came quarter to 11. If the service extends to 2, you start crying now. Meanwhile, you can watch soccer. Soccer. You watch it never ending. Never. And then when they finish the soccer, you listen to analysis. How many touch, even when you are watching the soccer, you watch the adverts. And you don't get angry. You can, when you come to church, you start to sleep. 
It's like you, it's like church is my sleep here. I sleep there. When I wake up, I'll go and do other things. <laughs> At this your age, post-COVID. No, 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 no. Why you didn't get vaccinated? Haba, haba, haba. You can watch Game of Thrones rerun. You watch it when it was the it was when it was the season. You are watching a rerun. You've gone to start from the be- how many? Uh, where is the uh, where where how many seasons have they had? Eight seasons. You go and start from season one. You are now trying to understand everything that happened. Recap. And you watch. Each season has how many episodes? Ten. So 80 of them. One hour for each episode. 80 hours. You are doing a rerun. This, sometimes we do that. Now I'm not saying there's anything. Just give God also your time. I mean, this Christmas, those of us who were around, who were recapping John Wick. Yeah, we were together to watch John Wick. See him shoot all the people. Yeah, we were there to all of us with big speakers and everything. So that when they shoot, boom, at a point, I saw my wife was ducking because the sound and the bullets. See, just in case one comes out of the TV. Because the strength of the shots. Yeah. It was Christmas Day, right? Yeah, Christmas Day. Boom, boom, killing everybody. Hey, we watch it. Again, because somebody stole his car and killed his dog. Just a dog. He said, no, it's not just a dog. John Wick is a man of focus, determination, and sheer willpower. Just because of a dog. Killed everybody. When he finished killing, not just a dog. When he finished killing all the people for the dog. We thought it had ended. He said, no, now we have to go for the car. Because somebody stole the car. Yeah. A dog and a car. The same person who killed the dog, the same person who stole it. He went, he said he stole the said he told his father, I've stolen a car. The guy, some old guy, said, you, do, you, you, you are a fool. You don't know what. Who did you steal the car from? John Wick. Ah, the whole family is dead. It means that the whole family is dead. We want the doctor to the end. To go and retrieve the car. So now he had the car. Then we, we, we finish Christmas. Then we say, it's okay. We will come back later. Then we went another day. We gathered again to watch the part three. I'm not saying that don't watch, no. Yeah. And we are waiting for part four. And when we hear that part four is out, we will start from one so that we can be abreast before we, we don't want to miss. No. No, you don't understand. The number of people that have been killed in one, two, three. If you don't watch it again, somebody was killed in one can come into four again and you will not notice. So you have to investigate. Yeah. So I'm not saying, no, we, we know how to have fun. But have time for God. Some of you have no time for God. 
Zero time for God. You are not ready to give your time to God, but you are ready to give your time to anything, anything else. This year, love God by giving him your time. Number four, give him your energy. 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 You come to church small, you are tired. We pray small, you are tired. I mean, why would you not be tired? You have been tired from fornication, tired from playing soccer, tired from fooling around. You can't be tired from the presence of God. You, you have gone home from church, you are tired. Why not? Why can't it be? If you say you love the Lord. Why can't, why can't you be tired? So, uh, we have rehearsed. When I come and watch the dancing stars rehearsing here, they rehearse for hours. Children rehearse for hours. When I look, I say, these children will go far. You, if we call you for choir rehearsal now, and you see the difference when it comes to the choir because they are a little older. I say, eh, I'm sick. My hair. My. Every day you're here. Hey, I'll preach you. Every day my hair. Every day I'm tired, I'm hungry, I'm sick, I'm this. Every day, this year, stop that, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm hungry. I'm... Stop it. Stop being childish. You know what you are sick from. Rather serve God so that God can heal you. Ah, every day I'm tired. My, I had a certain sister. Any day she says hello, I'm, I'm hesitant to respond. Because as soon as I respond, the next thing is my hair. So now I'll save it on my phone, my hair. My hair, because I don't know which particular hair she will complain about in any given day. You say, my, my, my leg, my head, my back, my, my, uh, my ribs, my organs, my, my liver, my kidney, my hair, my death. So, no. So, now, I've, I've, you see, like, first you say, my hand. Then tomorrow says, my leg. So, you change to my leg. Then tomorrow says, my back. Now, we are tired. So, my hair, my hair for everywhere. Even soon, I'll make it my everywhere. <laughs> hey Bishop, please hurry up and go to Mass Grief. I'll go, don't worry. Your energy, Bulelua, your energy. Energy. Give it to God. Give it to God. That you do something tiring, but I'm doing it and I'm doing it to the end. God deserves my energy. Use your energy for cooking. Ah, you cook like it's a TV show. You are not making any money from the cooking also. Cook! How much are you going to eat? Next one. Next one. Give God your talent and your skill. Talents, skills, and abilities. God has given all of us different talents, different skills, different abilities. Give it to God. Give it to God. Talents, which is things that you know how to. I mean, like, look, when I try to sing, the amount, I tell people that I don't like to sing, they don't believe it. Because when they hear me sing a lot, so they feel, ah, you might, I like music. It's just I don't like to sing. Because the amount of anointing I need to sing one song, I can preach a full message and be done. 
Down, down. Look, sometimes when I'm there and I'm bored, I start to prepare a message. I'm bored. Like I'm sitting at an event. I'm bored. I start to just prepare a message. It's easy for, but if you just sing a song to save your life, oh, then that life I've given it to Christ. <laughs> I have insurance in Christ. Singing. But some of you, singing is easy for you. Any key. If you, you see, like when they were singing that song, We Are The Church, and the sound was becoming, I was telling my wife, that song is a very difficult song. So if you have problems with sound also, it can easily take the person off. Because this person hates this one. Then this person hates this one. Then you will try and see. So I was just please fix the sound so that they, it, because to sing the song alone is hard. But you see that, well, 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 let's realize we all, hey, I'm sitting down listening, hey. People really have skills, talents. We don't, I don't have that one. If you have it, use it for God. Use it for God. Use it for God. People have skills. When I see them, you see, when I came, they were doing God is fighting. When I'm going this way, they are going this way. Meanwhile, I saw them going where I was going. And I started to go, God is fighting for, when I turned, they are all going this way. I said, ah, when did they turn that? I didn't know. I have to turn quickly and go this way. The skill is not there. Yesterday, there were some children in my house. And they said they should dance. I don't know what happened that brought this. But they were dancing. Then I saw one guy dancing. When I look, they said, they, they, when I look at the guy dancing, I said, hey. If God hasn't given it to you, you don't have it. So the mother of the child told my son that I've given you this boy as a project. Help him to dance. When I saw the guy's movement, I said, hey. So I asked, how old is the guy? They said seven. So I told my son, this guy has to detox for three years. Shouldn't dance again for three years so that he can forget. And then when he's 10, you start a project. Yeah. At a point, I was sitting down, I analyzed, I said, no. I told my son, listen, I now see what the problem is. The guy's problem is not dancing. He cannot hear. Yeah, he can't hear the music. Look. When the thing is playing this way, he's going this way. I mean, he, you would think there's a song playing in his head, then he's dancing. But what is playing for him to dance, he's not hearing it. Yeah. No, but some of you are laughing, but... I am also like that, dancing. I can't dance. I don't have the skill. But you have the skill. Use it for God. Yeah, use it for God. Use it for God. Use that skill. Whatever skill you have. Use it. Some of you know how to organize things. Come and organize things in the church for God. Yeah. Come and do it for God. What skill do you have? What ability do you have? I mean, this thing they do on the computers, when they do, I look at them and say, hey, God. Hey, magic. But you have that skill. Use it for God. Bring it to the house of God and let's use it. Bring it to God's house and let's use it. God deserves that skill. 
So I'm using it for my business. I'm using it for my house. I'm using it for my school. I'm, yes, use it for it. But come and use it for God also. Let God also bend because he hasn't given that skill to all of us. And that ability to all of us. Hallelujah. Number last one. I'll close with that one. Give God your resources. I've even closed my book. Give God what? Your resources. Give God your resources. Resources include everything. Your money, your car. Your there are some people, you won't even let somebody sit in your car to go home after church. Meanwhile, it's a resource you have. Not, look, once you have something that somebody doesn't have, it means God has given it to you and he has given it to you for a special reason. Bible says, what have you that you have not received? What can a, a man can have nothing except it be given to him from above? So God has given you a car. You will see your brother. It doesn't, it's raining. Small lift, they will sit in your car. Hey! I remember a famous story. Somebody say amen. Okay, for the sake of time, let me not tell you. One day, we were going somewhere as a church. And like we always, we just say, look, there are cars outside. Not all of us have cars, but if all of us jump into the cars outside, I'm sure we'll fit. So find a car and jump in. Because we are going to the same place and we'll come. Even if we attend, the car will use the same amount of fuel. So, there was a sister who went to sit in a car. And when she sat in the car, and the owner of the car was driving the car, the owner of the car said that, look, the, the sister, God has blessed her. Do you understand when I say God has blessed her? I mean, she has increased. I mean, she's multiplied. I mean, she was heavy. Do you get it? Yeah, her, 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 her territory, her coast had been enlarged. So she's blessed this way, blessed this way, blessed that way. So, I mean, she's solid. It's like a, thi- a, a thick base pizza. Yeah, deep pan pizza, thick, blessed. Very solid in oil. Yeah, heavy duty. But not abnormal. Then the driver of the car said to her that she should I'm trying to she should sit on yeah she's also blessed with two bumps just like you so the driver of the car said to her that she should sit only on one side she shouldn't sit in the car with both she should sit with one so that half of her weight Will be in the air. That's why I realized that if you don't do science in school, it's a problem. Because later I was asking the sister that. So if half is there, the other half that is hanging in the air, where is the weight? Is it like the law of gravity doesn't apply to the other half? It's like it's floating. Vacuum. <laughs> it's in space. Yeah, it's in vacuum. <laughs> yeah. So just sit with only one, one bottles. Uh, if one bottles is one bottles, two bottles is what? Okay, let's go. But just sit with only one. Yeah. 
Yeah. What a shock. Some of you, nobody can even use your car. Nobody can benefit from you having a car. But it's something you have, God has given it to you for a reason. As you are here, I mean, why should it be, why can't it be that when we close church, you give somebody a lift quickly and you come back for your family? What's wrong with that? And the person who's working today will not work forever. I came to announce to you, she or he will not work forever. One day, they'll have their own car. And you would have lost the opportunity to be a blessing to them. Because at that time, so come for a ride. Their car will even be, might even be nicer than yours. But even you, let's forget about nicer. They have their own car. I mean, there was a season as I was here for like a year. I didn't have a car. I was surviving on bolts and lifts. People, people give me lifts. Now, if you want to give me a, I mean, somebody bought a car. He said to me, hey, I've, been, I've had my car for quite some time. You have never sat in the car before. I mean, where should I put my car? <laughs> you, you get it. That person said to me, ah, Bishop, you have never sat in my car before. So I had to make a proper plan to sit in the person's car. It's like, pack my car and sit in the person's car. Meanwhile, when I didn't have a car, oh, the opportunity was there. Maybe it's today that you have that opportunity. Make your resources available to help God's work. You will be surprised how God himself you. God will look at your car and say, ah, you're always using this car to move church members. Let me give you a better car. Yeah, let me give you a better car. Let me give you a better car. You are always, you help this person with transport. Help this person with this. Help this person with this. God says, hmm, I think I need to double your income because you are helping too much beyond even your power. Let me double your income. Yeah. Give your resources to God. Yeah, give your, even your children are part of your resources. Give them for God's use. And please, me, I want my children to be at home. They must rest. When they sleep, nobody wakes them. Let them be rested. But meanwhile, they are failing in school. <laughs> meanwhile, they are failing. They are failing. Those of us who are using our children, they church, use them. Uh, I mean, everything is about church and God's will. Use them. Uh, they are rather passing. They're rather passing. Those who are resting are resting. And failing. Failing. You see, simple mass lit. Mass lit is mass that is in, in, in a sentence. If, if Mandla, there are 19 apples. If Mandla eats and there is Mandla, Mandla, Spamandla, and Sipo. They, they together have 19 apples. Mandla takes five apples. And Sipo and Spamandla share the rest equally. How many apples will Sipo have? That's, that's mass lit. Mass that is in literature, English. That they write light. Mass that is light. Proper math is alphabets. Sigma XY over X times this. That's it. So mass that is in English, a sentence. You can do it. You can use it to pass an English exam. They are struggling. They are struggling. Proper math, you need calculator. Mass lit, you need a dictionary. Dictionary. They are failing. Give every resource that you have. 
give every your wife give your wife for the work of the ministry your husband give and eh, eh, while you are always busy on this computer doing doing uh, church work you are busy every day you are doing art doing design give it for god you'll be surprised the same way if she stops doing what she's doing she'll have more time to quarrel with you more time Every day you are going for Reza. When will you come and make food for me? If she was at home, by now a quarrel would have broken out. Yeah. That time that she's gone for the Reza, you have escaped a quarrel. Watch your football and be free. Yeah. Hallelujah. How many of us will love God this year? My time's up. Two minutes, my time's up. We'll love God this year. How will we love God? We'll love God, number one, by what? Keeping his commandments. Number two, by what? feeding it. You must get sheep to feed. I said you must get sheep to feed. You start with one, two, like that. Next Sunday, we are going to have a, 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 a revival for Basentes. I advise everybody to join and be part. It's your chance. It's your chance. It will be in the evening. We'll send you a link. You join via Zoom. It's a training, one-hour training to help you to have sheep so you can look after that. And number three is what? Serve God by giving yourself. Give yourself to him. You will be surprised. Jesus said, he that loved me, the father will come to him. And I will also come to him. We'll manifest, we'll love and manifest ourselves. May you see God's hand in your life this year in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. We are closing in a bit, but I want you to lift up your hands and pray and say, Lord, I want to love you. I want to love you this year. I want to love you genuinely, not just in word, but in action and in deed. In deed and in actions. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Pray for yourself right now. We are closing. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Help me. On this, this, this day of the year, where we pledge to attempt something great for you. I want to attempt to love you practically this year. Practically love you by giving you my time, my day, my energy, giving it to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help me, oh God. Help me, dear Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I want to hear you pray. I can't hear you praying. I want to hear you praying. Pray right now. Say, Lord, help me. Help me to love you. I've played games for a long time. From today, I bring it to a close. I bring it to an end. I bring it to an end. I bring it to an end, Lord. I bring it to an end, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me to love you, O God. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Yemanto Kamara Lambra Cantalebus, Yelimbek and Torobosi Papalaba, help me, Yantakaya, help me to love you by keeping your commandments, help me, Jesus, help me to love you, help me, Jesus, by feeding your sheep, Jesus, help me to love you, Lord, by giving myself to you in the name of Jesus, 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 help me, Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, help me, O God, in the Thank name you. of Father, Jesus. 
Lift up your hands, let us pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted to you. I pray for everybody. Help us to love you in a special way this year. For it is the first and great commandment that we'll love you with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That we'll love you by keeping your commandments. We'll love you by feeding your sheep. We'll love you, Lord, by giving ourselves to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. May we have time for you this year, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. May we spend our energy on you, Lord. Our talents, our skills, our abilities, Lord, on you. Our resources on you, Lord. We thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say a nice amen. I want to pray with you quickly. I want to pray with you quickly as we bring the service to a close. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, today, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want a fresh start. I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and be my Savior today. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Please pray with me to welcome Jesus into my heart. If you are here like that, every eye closed, every head bowed, I want you to quietly lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, I want to welcome Jesus into my heart and into my life. To be my Lord. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want Jesus to come into my heart. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please, lead me to the Lord. You are, you are here, you are thinking, should I lift my hand? Should I Lord, lift your, my hand? God is knocking at the door of your heart. Don't harden your heart today. Lift up your right hand, I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that other hand. You have just escaped the deception of the devil. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord. If your hand is up, I want you to come to me in the front. I'm looking straight at you. Come to me in the front. I want to pray with you. You lifted up your hand. I'm looking at you straight. Come to me. You can look at me with one eye, two eyes. Still come to me anyway. It's your opportunity. It's your opportunity. It's your opportunity to give your life to Christ. If you are here, pray this prayer with me. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, on this eighth day of January, 2023, I give you my heart. I give you my life. I come to you just as I am. I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Satan, from today, I reject your power. I reject your control. I reject your voice. I reject your authority. 
over my life. From today, I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these wonderful people. I pray, seal their salvation with your presence and with your spirit. In the name of Jesus, use them to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at me. What's your name? Alan. Aneli. Wow, you? Ubeko. Okay, you? Something like that, right? Yeah, I got it. Got it. Did my homework. Researched you before you came. Wow. You've made the best decision of your life. This is the most important decision a human being must make. If we are on this earth, we are on this earth 70 years, 80 years. If you live as long as the queen or Archbishop Desmond Tutu, 100 after that, you will die. It's not a get. You will. But where we are going is for eternity. And I'm glad you are prepared for an You are prepared for it. That where we are going, which is for eternity, we are going to a good place. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.